Hey agents, welcome back to Cash Call, the only podcast where you get real coaching on actual real estate calls and conversations by agents and ISAs just like you. Today, your hosts, Dale Archdeacon of Smart Inside Sales and Brian Curtis of Creative Coaching review your calls, what went well, what areas need work, and discuss strategies for improving your conversion rates. Welcome back to another episode of Cash Call with Dale Archdeacon and Brian Curtis. We're back for another week of dispensing indispensable, no, invaluable knowledge around lead conversion scripting, dialogue, and how to sell more houses, right, Brian? Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, I've been saying this for years, there's only two ways to sell more houses, either talk to more people or do better with the people you're already talking to. So um, I think our show is about the latter. It's like, hey, you know, nobody wants to go lead generate more if they don't have to. So how can we take that and just say, hey, this, this is a great opportunity that we have to, to learn moving forward. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Can I take a moment just to yell at the crowd? That be- Go for it. Okay. So uh, as I'm coaching teams, as I'm coaching agents, you know, at, at its most basic, you know, I don't do, you know, my company is not solely based around accountability coaching, right? Which some coaching companies are basically yep. you show up, your coach is like, how many calls did you make? How many contacts, et cetera, et cetera, right? Every single mm-hmm. week. Maybe you talk about some, uh, have a little bit of a pep talk and that's it. We don't do a whole lot of that. But what I will tell you is that when agents want to know how to sell more business, and then you ask them how many contacts they made in in seven working days or six working days in the past week, and they say something in the single digits, like six or eight contacts, and you're like, what the F did you do with the rest of your week? It is really hard not to shout at them that... Uh, they should be, they, they, they aren't making enough contacts to hit the goals that they're trying to hit. Right, Brian? Well, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, Ylopo is, a, is a, another sponsor of LCA. So I'll, I'll talk about them. The Ylopo conference, um, Barry was talking about this. And it's funny, he used the exact same numbers that I did. Someone who is closing 5% of the people they're talking to is a rock star. So Barry Jenkins <laughs> is the person I was saying that. So if you talk to 10 people, 5% of that isn't even one human being. So, I mean, and at the end of the day, you know, the math works and um, I don't know everyone's conversion percentage, but it's a great thing. And I'm sure Dale talks about this in his coaching too. If we can figure out what your conversion percentage is, then we know exactly how many calls you need to make to have a certain number of appointments and a certain number of appointments to have a certain number of sales. And no coach in America has ever come up with the number eight. Eight is the number of people no. you need to talk to every week. No one's ever no. come up with that number. Oh. And I and I've not been on everyone's coaching calls, but I still feel extremely confident that eight has never been the number. So, no, you know, the only people that can actually sell a good amount of real estate and make a good living making eight contacts typically are the people who are either getting exceptionally warm leads, right? Hot exceptionally, leads, like, like pass from an ISA or now. something. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're, you know, they're doing Zillow flex where basically people are calling in saying, let me buy a house from you. Right. Mm-hmm. Or they are, have been in the business a long time and they're working repeat and referral sphere uh, business, a lot of sphere business. Yeah. And if you have eight referrals every week that you're talking to, you probably don't even need a coach. Just go out and sell those. That's uh, and and I'm sure there's something you can still, there's something you can learn from a coach. I'm not saying that, but my point is, yeah, heck, if you're getting eight referrals a month, you, you, you know, 
you're going to have a really good living. But you know, what percentage of agents get eight referrals a year, let alone eight referrals a month? So yeah. it's just not a it's not a it's not a viable business for the majority of us. So those of us who have to work for a living, not that those people didn't earn that, I'm not su suggesting because most of those people have been in the business so long, they've done the grind, and you know, we look at them sometimes and go. Well, that guy doesn't seem to have to work real hard. Yeah, but you forgot about the 27 years he's been doing this so he could get to this point because that's the reality of it. You know, we've got agents in our market like that and every market does, but you got to remember those poor people work their butts off to get yeah. to the point where people call them without doing anything. They earned that. I like to joke, Brian, uh, when newer agents are like, how do I do more business? I'm like, well, you either get a shitload of more past clients or you hustle every single day one or the other that's the only right. way to do it and the first the second requires the first requires the second you right. get a shitload yeah. more clients you got to hustle i mean <laughs> little chicken egg going on there but yeah, yeah exactly absolutely. right so that's one of those crappy statements that like you know my parents used to make to me when they thought it was funny you'd hurt yourself and they're like hey it's gonna feel a lot better when it stops hurting you're like thank you so much for nothing i appreciate that that, that goes up there with this hurts for you more you more than hurts me more than it hurts you right yeah my <laughs> specifically my ass all right so we digress everyone is everyone is at the altar of lead conversion brian to learn something about having better conversations selling more real estate so would you like to take the honors i would absolutely so let me share this call uh, i'm going to preface it before i hit share so ultimately this is a call that ends in success by the way and what i mean by that is this person gets an appointment but you know Dale and I like to work on the nuances and the nuances for me are the people, I feel like anybody can take this call. I'd like to go see this house this afternoon. I, I don't feel like that's a skill set. Like if every one of your calls is that, you don't need to watch cash call anymore. That, that you should right. be able to handle, but that's not the reality of that. And honestly, even those, like, what are you doing to make sure you don't screw that up? Because that's really the truth. Kind of like referrals. A referral is yours to screw up. Somebody who comes to you says, I want to go look at this house this afternoon. That's yours to screw up. Again, I'm not saying this agent screwed up, but there's some opportunities that are clearly missed here. And, you know, a lot of people might listen to this and go, it's a great call. And it's not a horrible call, but there's so many opportunities here. So that's really why I wanted to play it. So without any further ado, let me. Uh... Hi, Catherine. This is Michael. Michael, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing well. Hang on one second. I couldn't hear you very well, so I switched you off my speaker. Yeah, <laughs> Apologize for too. that. Yeah, oh, no, no. no I, well, I got caught in my car, but it's not switching over to my car. So uh, <laughs> yeah. my apologies. Okay, so I see that you're looking at that house in Pea Ridge on Lee Street. Was there something yeah. specific that you uh, needed to know about the property? Uh, actually, we just actually like to see you pause it. it. Yeah, I figured you were going to want me to pause that after our after our green room discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, do not invite questions on a property that you may or may not be able to answer, right? Just ask the people if they want to go see it. And if they unfortunately drag you back to asking you questions about it that you can't answer, then we have a process around that. And uh, we, we, we can talk about it since, you know, we have to do reinforcement anyway, right? Absolutely. So, Ryan, I'm going to ask you if you want to see the property. You redirect me back to questions about the property. I'm driving in my car. I don't even know which property this is, and I damn sure can't answer the questions about it. So, Brian, looks like you're interested in that property on Pea Ridge or whatever she said. Uh, are you interested in going to take a look at it? Absolutely. 
No, you wanted to ask me questions about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay. No, um, you know, Dale. I'm so uh, good. I'm so good that you just forgot Dale's about just a, questions. Dale's just a closer. So, uh, <laughs> sorry about that. No, um, you know, Dale, I might, but I've got a couple of questions first. Oh, got it. Okay, Brian, what can I answer for you? Well, I wanted to know, um, you know, uh, how long the sellers live there. You know, I'm trying to figure out if they're motivated or not. Okay, got it. Whether or not they're motivated, how long they've lived there, anything else you need to know about it? Uh, you know, I'm not 100% sure with school district that, and I think P Ridge breaks into multiple school districts. So I was just wondering if it's in school district A or school district B. Got it. Okay. So Brian, uh, whether they're motivated, how long they've been there in school districts, which school district do you need to be in specifically? I need to be in school district A. I don't know. Hey, got it. Okay. <laughs> how many kids do you have in school district or what's, what's important about school district A? I can't ask whether you have kids. I don't know if you have kids. Um, well, I've got uh, I've got a couple of kids and I just, you know, they're already in school district A and I don't really want to move, you know, one's a junior in high school and I don't really want to move that my poor kid to his junior year and another one's in eighth grade, just get ready to go to high school. That might be okay, but I would still, you know, that first year of high school is tough. So I want to make sure that they have uh, some continuity as they go into high school. So I just don't want to change school districts. So for everybody listening, did I answer Brian's question about how long they've lived there and how motivated they are or what school district it's in? I did not. No, I haven't answered it at all. Brian is really enjoying talking to me though. And we're already into discovery well beyond the, do you know anything about this? Let me talk to the listing agent phase, right? So I actually went down that road because you gave me that piece that I could pull on, right? Now let's assume that you didn't give me the piece. Okay. You want to know how long the people live there and how motivated they are. Anything else you need to know about the property, Brian? No, I, I, I just want, I want to be motivated. I want, I'm looking for a deal and I want someone who's been motivated and ready to move and might have some equity in their house. And uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to get a deal. Got it. Got it. Getting a deal. That sounds like it's important. So assuming we can get a deal on this, would you like to go walk through it and take a look at it this week, Brian? Uh, yeah, I think that, that, that would be great. Um, you know, assuming that it, the, the seller would be, you know, flexible, then uh, absolutely. Okay. I have no clue whether these people are motivated, whether we can get a deal or not. Right. Right. I said, assuming that we can, would you like to go see it? I just brought Brian back to, can we go see the property? And really the technique is all we do is repeat back to the person what their question is. They feel like they're getting an answer. They don't, if they thought about it, they aren't really getting an answer, but it feels like they are. Yeah. And eventually, you know, as the agent, if it's applicable, we'll try and get those answers for them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't want to reveal, we don't want to reveal that we don't know until we've had a chance to build rapport with this person and have a conversation. And the initial part of a conversation is going to be a little bit awkward and can lead to, are you the listing agent? I want to talk to the listing agent. Yep, absolutely. And that's one of the major things we want to avoid, right? We've talked about that multiple times on here. Well, I just want to talk to the listing agent because they're going to do this. And then we have to, it's, a, it's an objection. And now we have to go through objection handling. And there's nothing wrong with objection handling, but let's not go through objection handling if we don't have to. So yeah. Exactly. A little sleight of hand. I like it. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to tweak that a little sleight of mouth. How about that? Hey, there you go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep playing. Okay. All right. We can do that. Um, are you currently working with an agent? Have you seen other houses? No. Okay. No. All right. I'll and I'm going to cover this real quick because I know that I don't, I don't like this question. I like the second question that she asked. Dale's okay with it. So, you know, 
do what works for you. But I want, I like to ask, so have you looked at any other houses, not have you, are you working with another agent? Um, it's just a personal preference. My, my way feels more subtle to me and that's just okay. And I would say this, and I don't know about you, Dale, would you ask that question so early in the conversation? Cause we're 49 seconds into actually we're about, you know, there's a, there's 10, 15 seconds of this, just the Zillow transfer that I didn't play. So we're only 30 seconds into this call. Would you be asking that question at this point? Or would I don't you try and do some I more discovery? When I first started uh, training, I said, yes, do it early and often so that you could handle it. But, you know, through experience and, and listening to this and seeing how it plays out, I think that building rapport is much more important prior to asking that question. Um, because, yeah, and, and what will happen is building the rapport softens the answer that you get. Uh, it also opens the opportunity to cause the person that if there's a question, if they have some kind of agent in their life and there's a question to them about whether they want to use them or not, or how committed they are, it makes it a softer, it softens them in their position and makes them more likely to consider you as an alternative. Right. If we had a five, six, seven minute conversation, we're really going back and forth. Things are going really well. Then maybe that commitment that I had to that other agent, maybe it's not as strong because really all they did is show me one house and they never called me back. But I didn't want to let you know that because I was afraid that you were going to close me. Well, now that I realize you're just a nice guy and just trying to do your job, then I'm willing to say, well, I, I've looked at a couple of houses, but I'm not committed to somebody. Yes. So you know, I love that, you know, again, Dale and I tweak on it, which is great because, you know, there is no perfect answer or the perfect way to do this with every client. But one of the things we both agree on is take that question and move it a little bit further back in discovery. Yeah. Really, I don't ever want to step on anyone's toes. So yeah. just always want to make sure. So um, what is a schedule for you? Is it just you or you and your wife will both be joining or partner? What do we yes. do? Okay. Okay. So um, what is, what is a better time of day for you? So uh, these discovery questions are okay, but if I'm going to ask them, I prefer slot closes or either ors or double binds, whatever you want to call them. So if you're going to ask these questions, Hey, so would you guys be available during the day or in the evenings? Would you like to look, look at houses in, in the, uh, during the week or on the weekend? Um, just going, so what kind of works for you? It, it doesn't, it makes people like go, I, hell, I don't know. <laughs> it's really kind of what happens sometimes. So give them options. People love options. Hey, would you guys want to look at this house today or tomorrow? You know, today works better for us or, you know, in the evenings or just during the day, you know, well, we can't do it during the day because we work. Okay. So evenings it is, you know, and, and just use that and you'll be unbelievably impressed with how easy things go when you do either or either or this or that this or that this or that and it works yeah. really well it's really effective to do that uh generally afternoons okay About, all right like now or later yeah. now or later um yeah. let me think tomorrow are you available tomorrow then i am i'm not sure if my wife is Mm, okay. I'm not exactly. I know. I know she's got something on going on tomorrow afternoon, but I'm not exactly sure what time. Okay. Uh, um. Well, let me yeah, do this. Yeah. Let me. Uh, let me get to a point where I can look at my calendar and just double check everything, and let me call you back as soon as I get out of my car. If that's okay. Yeah, that sounds fine. Okay. Hold on. Let me make sure they gave me the right information for you. 
I'm gonna okay. fast forward a little bit. Let me pause that because I, I I figure you want to talk. I want to. So it's great that she's confirming the info. I want to see how she confirms it. Oh, well, I'll go back. Okay, hold on. Let me make sure they gave me the right information for you. Okay. All right. So I have your number as four seven nine three three zero zero one eight. Hold on a second. So she's doing what I was hoping she wouldn't do. She's reading what she has to the lead. What I want her to do is ask the lead, what's your cell phone number? Okay. And, and what's let, why? Number? Why? Because the guy might have come in with a fake number. Uh, we might, he might be calling from his office line and doesn't realize that he's calling from the office line and we're going to get trapped in a, in a phone tree or uh, any number of things could happen, right? He could be calling voice over IP through some kind of dialer like we do all the time. Right. Google uh, Voice. There's so many options nowadays, right? Exactly. And the crazy thing is that I know usually with like, this is a Zillow lead, usually with Zillow leads where they're trying to be connected or talk to an agent, they're, they've probably given you the right information. But what does happen a lot of times in other methodologies of collecting leads or generating leads is people will be like, oh, I'm going to give him a fake email or a fake phone number. Uh, and you get in touch with them anyway. And it turns out that you don't have the right data because now you've warmed them up. They're happy to talk to you but they didn't realize they had given you wrong information and you have wrong information. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I think it's a great way. Hey, bye. And here's a real simple question. Why don't you give me your cell phone? What if, assuming that's the best number to ask, call you on, or what's the best phone number to call you on either of those work. And, and generally speaking, you know, we've got enough rapport here. The guy's like, yeah, yeah. Call me back. All right. It feels like he's interested. So he's not going to say, say no. So just ask, Hey, what's the best phone number to call you back at? Yeah. Okay. No, let me just get my calendar pulled out and um, I'll give you a call, check with your wife. And then, you know, pretty much any afternoon we could probably make it work. So no okay. worries. And, and I think she'll, I think she'll be around here in the next 30, 45 minutes. So I should know something for sure. Okay. But All right. Perfect. Yeah. I'll call you back here shortly then. I just hate, I just hate to say yes and set something up and be like, well, no, never mind. No, no, that's fine. And that's why I just want to double check on my calendar because, I mean, yes, I think and that I'm free, but then you never know. I have to just look. Okay. There's so much. And I will tell you. <laughs> so, by the way, pull your car over. <laughs> I don't know how to say that any nicer than that. So, I'm not going to just pull your car over so you don't have to do this. You can pull your car over and look at your calendar. Um, anyway. So up front, <laughs> just so you know, we would be, whatever we did would be contingent because we'd have to sell ours. And uh, well, I play just, the rest of just this. so you're aware, and it's not listed or anything. Uh, we're actually in T Ridge, also, so okay. it wouldn't be like a long move or anything. But uh, just just a heads up. That's all. Yeah, no, no, that's totally fine. Um, and T Ridge has been like a little hot market lately, so yeah, there's a lot of building. We're the new Centerton kind of. Everybody's coming our way. Yeah. Now. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I, I see a lot of properties pop up and then they go pretty quick too. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I know our neighborhood actually just built the last house in it, I think, oh, a few months ago probably. And now it's just people that are already here, but I've noticed a couple go for sale and then they're gone in a few days, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, no, it's not a bad thing. And honestly, <laughs> if you want to plan it, like when we do Almost go do a showing, if you want me to... Um, if you want to show me your house, run over there um, after we do the showing super quick. Show me your house, and I can get a CMA together for you and get a property value. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds good. 
So, okay. um, yes, yeah, don't worry about contingency or anything like that. But, um, yeah, let's talk to your wife, and then I'll call you back here in about an hour. All right. So I'd love to hear some of the I, – I have thoughts on, on just a couple of missed opportunities here that – Again, it's not it's not a it's not a two on a scale of ten, a ten uh, you know one to ten. But I think there was opportunities to turn this call into an eight or nine, and it really ended up as a six or seven. And I'm just making up random numbers, but I think you get where I'm coming from. Yeah. So uh, she didn't ask if they had a home to sell. He told her that they had a home to sell. Right. He so kind of dumb luck. <laughs> yeah, like that fish jumped right into the boat. You know Seriously, I, mean? I need to fish like that more often. I know exactly. <laughs> Um, and, uh, but I do like that she put in there that we can go and see the price. She basically double booked herself for a, essentially a showing and a listing appointment. Love um, that. Yeah. Which is excellent. The part that misses is missed for me is, you know, this guy, he owns a home now, but he doesn't have an agent. So I don't know how savvy or not savvy he is with this process. I would want to close it out by, do you have any other properties that you've inquired on or want to go and see? Because I want to make sure he hasn't a booked any other appointments other with other people, and b doesn't isn't going to hang up the phone with me and then call on the other listing that he's interested in. Also, she yeah, has to make sure that doesn't happen. That's what I refer to as a button up. Like you know, we have I have four steps of a phone call. Step four is button up. So why do we need to do that? Because let's say this guy, you know, he bought this house ten years ago and he doesn't remember the process, or heck, the process has changed in ten years. And as far as he knows, he's supposed to call, you know, Catherine for this one and Bob for this one and Dale for this one and Brian for this one. And there are people out there who think that. And it doesn't mean them they're dumb people. They're just ignorant of the process. And part of our job to keep clients retained is to educate them on. So, you know, it looks something like this. Hey, hey Bob, you know, it's I'm really looking forward to, to meeting you. And again, I'm going to call you. You know, you said it's going to be 45 minutes. Right now it's 1.30. I'm going to call you at 2.30. Does that work for you? Yeah. I'm going to set an appointment for that for that callback and versus I'm going to call you sometime. I don't like that because he's either not paying attention to that, you know, so he can know, he can expect it. I think it increases your answer rate significantly. Here's another thing I'm going to do. I'm going to send you my contact information before as soon as I hang up because that way you'll know it's me who's calling and, you know, put me in your phone so you know it's me. Exactly. Put me in your phone and that goes in the text message. The text message is V card please put me in your phone. That's the text message. Or, you know, please save this contact information, something along those lines. So you're telling them what to do. And I'm yep. a big fan of that. And then also, what's this guy's address? <laughs> we don't know. So now between you and I, I could probably do some kind of finagling based on the information I have from, from Zillow and maybe I can find it. But why not, instead of saying, hey, I can do a CMA for you, say, hey, why don't you give me your address? I'll do some research on it. I'll have all that put together. When we show, when I show up, I can show you what I think. Now, it won't be perfect because I haven't actually seen your house yet, but I've got a pretty good feel, you know, based on the comparable properties, what your house is going to look like. So why don't we do that? And that way we'll have, you know, I'll be, I'll be ready. Oh, yeah. great. Absolutely. It uh, looks like we have a, a comment from Maria Fontanella who is watching and she said it doesn't seem too focused on the conversation. And I, I, one, I would say that she's in her car, out of her car, driving around. She got some key questions in there. Could she have missed some pieces? Yes. But I think the other thing that we need to take into consideration is she's doing a lot of rapport building. And I know this is on your team, right? Out of yeah. Arkansas or Colorado? Yeah, Arkansas. 
Arkansas, right? So you're also in the South and there's definitely a little bit more chit chat that goes on in those kind of markets, I would say, as opposed to generally speaking where I am. Right. Uh, you know, Jersey, well, Philly, yeah. New York. Those people are yeah. like, why are we having a conversation? I just need to see the <laughs> damn house. <laughs> why are you still talking to me? Uh, you know, there's just less, there tends to be less of the slow chit chat kind of thing, Maria. And so I think that that's something that has to be taken into consideration based on the market that you're in. So could she be a little bit more pointed in her questions? Yes. She was also like getting in and out of her car and moving around. And she's in a, in that a slower, not slow, a, a more uh, personable market, I would say. Yeah. And it really does matter. I'm glad that you brought that up. You know, once upon a time, um, I'm, I'm from New York. That's where I grew up. And once upon a time, I sold, sold timeshare in Arkansas and anybody from Connecticut, from Massachusetts, from New York, they always gave them to me because I knew how to talk to those. Nobody people. else can deal with them. <laughs> right. So I was just like, this is easy. I just call them an asshole and we move on. And it's perfect. You know, you know that's just kind of how people talk. To, and the Northeast is a very unique thing compared to the South. Like it almost doesn't seem like the same country, right? It's, it's a whole different thing. So understanding that is good. But I, I will also say this, this is something that we talked about on role play this morning and it doesn't apply directly in this situation. But if you're making phone calls and one of the things that we do we have what we call a dream home form which basically just has the these questions bedrooms bathrooms square feet store you know it has all the basically all the check boxes of stuff so i tell agents this build all this rapport have this conversation that goes all over the place because again one of the things that i think we forget as real estate agents is the buyer didn't get the script right so but at the end of that thing say Dale, hey, I really enjoyed our conversation. I want to focus this just for a second so I make sure I'm doing my job correctly. And then I can go through and go bedrooms, bathrooms, square feet, price, just all those things and just bang them out right there, write them down. And I make sure I don't miss it. Um, I like to do that because that way, A, I'm getting all that data, but I didn't have to force the conversation in a way that, that it wasn't comfortable. Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> That's a good point. You are ready to reach your peak and grow your team. We know it. And that's exactly why we created the Smart Inside Sales ISA Ascend program. Just as every great rock climber needs a belayer to manage their rope and help guide them to the best route to the top, ISA Ascend is designed to take you from free hire to leader of an accomplished ISA department efficiently and safely. It all starts by gearing up as our expert coaches help you prep your business for a productive ISA department before coaching you through all of the best practices for recruiting and hiring. Once you've got that offer letter signed, it's on to targeted training for both your beginner ISA hire and specific leadership group training for you where your coaching will continue, guiding you through all of the unique challenges and triumphs that come your way when you've got a new ISA. ISA Ascend is what you've been waiting for. So let's clip in and start your climb. Check out smartinsidesales.com slash ISA dash ascend to reach your peak. That's smartinsidesales.com slash ISA dash ascend to get your business to its greatest heights with ISA Ascend from Smart Inside Sales. Uh, looks like we are just about out of time. Why don't we do a little bit of Q&A? Does anyone have any issues, objections you're dealing with difficulties that you aren't able to overcome in our crowd of people who are viewing today. And we got a bunch of people logged in watching this. Me, Yuri Madrano says me. Yuri, good job, me. And Maria Fontanelle. 
uh, let's hear what, what do you think? I need more the, specifics than me. Uh, well, I mean, I, you know, that's good that we got a me because now they're typing what their individual problem is. So fair enough. I love it. I, that's what I hope we hear. I just kind of chuckled and it was, yeah. it wasn't just one person. It was two. Yeah. So, I like uh, the strategy. I like not the purchasing strategy. now. I'm, I, I'm just browsing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go with that one first. Not purchasing now, just browsing. Excellent. So I'll take the first one here, Maria. That is a perfectly fine answer to get. Uh, and usually you're going to get that kind of answer from people who are PPC registrations or Facebook uh, registrations that um, click on an ad and then get forced to register. That happens a lot. Uh, so what you do there is you just continue on the conversation with them. If they say, yeah, I'm not, oh, let's role play this, Brian. Hey, Brian, so uh, nice cities. Uh, are you planning, you, looks like you registered on our website to look at homes for sale. Are you planning on buying in the next few months or are you just window shopping at this point? Honestly, just window shopping. Oh, that's fantastic. Now I have a couple of choices here. I usually like to go with, Brian, what neighborhoods are you interested in? Uh, which anyone can answer for you. And they start talking about where, they start talking about neighborhood, they start talking about ideas, or I can ask some other present tense questions like, let's do it again. Brian, are you planning on buying in the next few months or are you just window shopping at this point? I just window shopping. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey, do you currently live in this city or are you relocating here? No, I live here. Um, yeah. That's excellent. What what neighborhood are you in? I'm over in whatever neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in, uh, in, in I don't know, Bellevue. I live in Bellevue. Okay, great. So, Maria and everybody else listening, I'm having a conversation with this guy, regardless of the fact that he isn't going to buy a house tomorrow. Who cares, right? You're getting the story. And I noticed nothing I said or asked after he said, just browsing, tries to push him forward faster or tries to get a deadline from him or tries to get him to tell me exactly the house that he wants, right? Those are all more... Uh, uh, toward the end of the buying cycle, right? If somebody's ready to buy, that's those are buying. Ter that's buying terminology, buying uh, um, concepts. When he says, "Oh, I'm just just having a look," hey, fantastic! I'm asking easy, no pressure, non-buying signal questions. And, and Maria is saying this; they're using it to rush me off the phone. And they may be, by the way, but also if you get too aggressive with time frames. That makes people uncomfortable, and that may be also what you're feeling, because that's a feeling. Well, then it feels like they're pushing me off, using it to push you off. The Let's phone. do this. Let's um, do this. Uh, uh, Maria, can I promote you to a panelist and have you role play with us? That'd be great. Let's try that, Maria. We're going to try this. We're going to try something unprecedented in Cash Call today. We're going to promote Maria to a panelist, and we are going to role play with her. And if this goes hor horribly wrong, forgive all of us. Wait. What if, I, what if I click allow to talk? Oh, there it is. Maria, unmute yourself. Hi. Hi, Maria. Maria. How are you? Welcome Doing to Cash fine. What about yourself? <laughs> Doing well. All right, Maria, here's what I want to do. I am a PPC lead. Is that the kind of stuff you're calling or somebody mm -hmm. that registered on a website? Yes. Okay. So I'm one of those leads, right? It says Dale Archdeacon. You're going to say ring. You say ring, ring. I'll answer the phone and you go. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, Dale. Yes, this is Dale. Hi, Dale. My name is Flo. I'm calling with the Valdivia Home Team. And the reason why is because I noticed you were looking at some properties in the Pembroke Pines area. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I'm just browsing right now. 
Okay, that's fine. And whether you want to do this now in a, just in a few months, it's always great to have an initial conversation. So will this be the first time you're purchasing a property? Okay, let's stop. Now, I just, I see a couple of things, Maria. Are you, you have a very heavy Spanish accent. Are you in a primarily Spanish speaking area or not? Miami. Beautiful. Okay. So in this case, if you get somebody on the phone who has an accent also that sounds like yours, your speed is just fine. If you get somebody on the phone without an accent or a different accent from yours, you have to slow down. Okay. You're going way too fast. I go okay. too fast too, Maria. It's not just you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you get somebody like me who you can tell is not Spanish whatsoever, uh, or if you get a different accent, right? Other, other nationalities in Miami, you have to slow down. Uh, two, there's a couple of things. One, you asked if it was me instead of knowing it was me. Mm. You, uh, so I, I like to joke that telemarketers ask if it's you, debt collectors know it's you until you prove <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> yeah. So you're a debt collector. You're not a telemarketer. Yeah. You know it's me when I answer the phone, which sounds like, hi, Dale, this is Maria from Real Estate Company. Mm -hmm. Okay, not, is this Dale? Is Dale there? Can I speak with Dale? None of that stuff. It puts up defenses, which again is another thing, reason that you may be getting that I want to get off the phone because when somebody asks me my name, I go, oh crap, someone's going to try and sell me something. My defenses are instantly on. And mm. again, it makes me not want to talk to you before you've said any other words. That yep. makes sense. Yeah. And then once you got into it, I don't exactly, what exactly did she ask? She asked, hey, I saw that you registered on my website. What did you say, Maria? I said if it was the first time he was purchasing a home. Well, you, you said a little bit more before that. You said, I noticed that you registered on my website. That you were looking at properties in the Miramar area. Yeah. And then what did you do after that? Uh, is this uh, the first time you're purchasing a property? Uh, here's what it was. You said, I noticed that you registered on my website looking at properties in the Miramar area. And then you stopped and you waited for me to do something. And that's when I objected to you. And I said, yeah, I'm just browsing. Okay. Right? And then you said, you basically went to a close. You closed me for a real estate conversation. You said, oh, well, even if you're just getting ready and getting started, it always makes sense to have an initial conversation. You Correct. closed me to talk to you instead of just talking to you. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, intro scripts are vital. So I, I would, I agree with Dale. So intro scripts, first of all, hey, this, this is Brian Curtis with Curtis Realty Group, just reaching out today because you were made, you were browsing in our website. I was just wondering if you're planning on making a move sooner, if you just window shopping. There. So that's it. Did you hear his question? He asked Maria. Yes. He didn't just stop and say you registered on my site to look at homes for sale and then wait for the lead to do something. He directed them with a tell me that you're going to buy or tell me that you're not going to buy. Right. And that window shopping question, and there's different versions that you can use. What that does is they, it makes it okay for them not to be buying right now. Because I gave them a choice. They can be buying right now, or they can be window shopping where most agents come in and go, when are you going to buy? When are you going to buy? How much are you going to buy? And they're like, whoa, I, I, I was at two o'clock in the morning, just looking because I was bored and couldn't sleep. Why am I getting attacked here? So bring the people's guard down, give yourself an opportunity to build rapport and people will want to talk to you more often. Yeah. And don't make it weird by saying, oh, well, uh, even though you're telling me no strange salesperson go away, you should really have a conversation with me. Can I ask you a question? 
right? Perfect. Thank no, you. No, just say, hey, <laughs> got it. That's, that makes a lot of sense. Do you live in Miami now or are you moving here? Yeah. Hmm. Another exactly. great thing to say in that is, hey, by the way, you know, most of the people I talk to are window shopping with that in mind. What are you seeing on our website that you might be interested in or something along those lines, but hmm. make it okay, make it normal. Um, you know, it's same like thing this, with people- Maria, what you said is I want to lean in for a kiss. And then you tried to lean in, right? You just lean in, dude. Don't ask. <laughs> Don't tell them what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's similar when people say, Hey, I'm six months out. Most agents go, Oh, I'm six months out. Crap. That's like, they don't say that out loud, but that's what goes on in their head because no one wants to leave the six months out. They want them to be right now. So instead think about it from this perspective, give them, tell them that's a good thing. Say, Oh, you're six months. Oh, that's fabulous. You know um, it sounds like you got plenty of time to get organized and get ready and make sure everything's in line, you know? So Tell them it's a good thing because here's the reality. That doesn't mean that it won't change, but you're letting them know it's it's nice, it's okay, it's fabulous. You know, we're I feel good. I feel good about that. You're six months out. That's the exact right amount of time to be talking to me. Is six months out, <laughs> whether it is or not. That's what we want them to feel like. Thank you, Maria. Thank you so much for participating today. You uh, you nothing is in the mail, but you. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we have to end for today, everybody. We're way over time. We've blown it out by an extra eight minutes. Oh my gosh! So, thank you, everybody, for put. We only got an opportunity to answer Maria's question. Maria, thank you for participating. But there was a bunch of other questions in there. Please keep doing that. That makes the show better for us, I think. And I'm going to speak for Dale out of line there. But it also, I think it helps. It help. You know, we're answering the real things that you guys are dealing with instead of just what we're hypothetically coming <clears throat> up with. So yeah, please keep. Yuri, I saw what you posted in there. Come back next time. Uh, it was that uh, Yuri's in uh, LA. Sellers don't want to sell high because they're going to buy high also. I think we'll, we can deal with that in the next session. But thanks for joining us on Cash Call today. Great seeing everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for today's Cash Call replay. Want your call to be reviewed by Dale and Brian on a future episode of Cash Call? Click on the link in the show notes to submit your call. We can't wait to support you.